0: where desire comes in the desire comes not from them it comes from you this is the bit that people miss out if you start to get emotional and start to get excited
1: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the you versus you podcast where i interview members of the council for human development about how we can expand our minds and recode reality today you'll be listening in on a conversation between me and kern frost about everything connected to sales about how to persuade people and what to say in which moment, and get the yes instead of the no at the end. So if you want to become a master closer, then this conversation is for you.
0: This is the first thing you're going to need to learn for yourself about how to sell, and how a sales presentation has a structure to it of a beginning, a middle, and end, and how the techniques that you would use to build the emotion in that conversation would be. This is fundamental, because when a lead comes to you, you need to be in a position where you can make the best of that leap. Now the person isn't going to make their own decision. You're going to have to make that decision for them. And they're going to you're going to have to it's not about cheesy hard sell stuff. This is called professional selling, where someone actually finds what you're saying, really of interest to them. And they feel that you're the one that is going to solve their problem. So you've identified the problem, they want more clients and can't get enough of them. Um, And you're going to solve that problem and you're going to put together a strategy to do that. Now, the first thing, as I found with many people, I'll I'll do a a conversation with them, um, but I'll usually spend sometimes two or three hours, um, uh, maybe, it depends, but it depends what the nature of the call is, but a long time talking to that person. Now, we have to spend an awful lot more time giving people value than we, uh, than we used to. Um, it used to be much quicker. You know, in, the, in the context of what we did on our 22-day challenge, you know, that was free, huge amount of information over 22 days. But you know, what did it yield for us? Well, probably, I don't know, maybe 150, 200,000. So you know, it was a huge amount of investment of time, 22 days, being on the calls all the time, but a huge amount of information. And one of the keys to marketing is bringing out what you you, you would normally keep in the back cupboard for later and putting it front cupboard. And so that allows someone to go, "Wow, I'm getting a load of value here for for free. Um, What else is there? And actually, what else is there is revisiting it from a new perspective where, in other words, you're laying out the foundations, which is the logic behind what you do. And then you go in and make it more specific, because again, make it deeper and deeper. We can always go deeper with people and always guide them further forward so the The problem here is for you, um, you know sometimes and for all of us, if we give out all our best information, then that person can just go off with it and do what they like with it. Um, well that 's always going to be a risk, but there are those people who want you to help them, and if they feel confident with what you 're doing and you 're going into it without a fear in your mind, and this is this is how it works is if you go into it with a mind for, you know, if I can get a first session here for 300 bucks, it's going to or it, whatever it might be, 300 pounds, you know, it's going to get me out of my paying my bills tomorrow, then your approach is going to be needy. And as soon as you have that energetic frequency of needy, then you're going to be turning people off. Um, it's just, it's very difficult one to have <laughs> and get the balance from, because if you are in a needy mindset, then you're going to project that in some way. And that's really not going you know, the people who get the business are ones that don't need the business. Let's put it like that. They can sit there and go, look, if you want to work with me, work with me. If you don't want to work with me, piss off. Um, and that really is at the top end of the scale. And those people, everyone, uh, that, you know, they don't need the money. They just are doing it. Um, and they like the money. There's no two ways about that. But they don't need the money. It's not relevant. If you're at the bottom end of the scale, you're really trying to get on that first rung of the ladder. And your approach has to be one where, okay, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna do it because I wanna prove myself to you. I just wanna help you because you seem like someone that could could benefit from the help. And I believe I can help. All right. And then you would give them a session or, or, or you give them the, the advice, the we call it, you know, a strategic development situation, whatever you want to call it, exploratory session. Something that allows them to feel like, wow, this person worked with me for a period. Now, a lot of people go, I'm not going to do that because they'll, they'll just take me for granted. Well, that's going to be the case for some people. But for a number, they're going to be able to pay the fee. That's where the fee is relevant because you're building into the fee the amount of time that you've spent with the ones that didn't go through with you. And you've also got to be able to be prepared to punt this a little bit. You've got to be able to put your neck on the line. Remember, the people were putting their neck on the line and putting their future in your hands. So you've got to deliver, and they've got to feel that you feel competent and confident enough that you're going to deliver. So what are you selling? You're selling confidence. You're selling your confidence that you can achieve for them. And you're prepared to sit down with them and go, look, we're going to chat about this. We're going to go through it. You know, It might not be for you. It might not be the way to go. If it isn't the way to go, I'm going to tell you. All right? Because I, you know, it's not about money. It's about getting your success. And what I want from you, if we have a good conversation, this is how you get more clients, by the way, you go, if we have a good conversation, and we go through this, now, if you don't want to work with me, that's fine. But just give me a few names of people, maybe three names of people that you feel that would be benefit from what I've talked about. And that's our deal. Okay, whether you continue with me or not, on a fee basis is up to you. And we, you know, I'll tell you whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And, and then you can think about that. Um, I, you, know, you can tell people to think about it. Don't worry about using the think about line because everybody wants to think about stuff. But if you cover all the bases, there's nothing to think about. But you can say these things, so you might not, you know, but at the end of this conversation, you might think, I don't have anything to think about. I want to get on with my, um, my, my business. I, I want to achieve, and I, I need people to support me in certain areas. And if I'm not good enough in social media and I'm not good enough at getting myself on podcasts, You know, I need someone who can do that because if I do get someone who can do it, then I'm going to advance very quickly and it's going to be worth not just double the money, it's going to be worth 10x the money that they're spending with me so that you see there's a value proposition that I'm building in here. I'm Mm -hmm. suggesting into someone's mind that they're going to get maybe 10 times the money that they're investing with me. That means that the money is now, you know, it's not about the cost of what they do with you. It's the gain of what they do with you in a financial return way. In selling, you're building the value all the time for someone when you're talking to them in this open conversation, but you're doing it in a way where you've already got something that you're going to exit the conversation with because you said, look, I'm going to tell you at the end whether it's, um, you're the right foot for me, all right? and I, I, I don't want to work with everybody because I'm building a brand here and I'm going to teach you about building a brand and I, 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 I preach what I talk about. And I do it, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, I walk the walk and talk the talk. And, and that's what you'd expect from me, isn't it? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you, you use these leading phrases. And there's a lot in the sales world that are there for you to understand that are called pacing a client, a rapport with a client, relaxing a client, getting them to have interest in what you're talking about, getting them to ask questions, get them to desire the goals and the outcomes of what you're going to offer them. And then How saying do- to them, okay, when are we going to get started?
1: How do you get them to desire? For example.
0: Okay, so let's let's work that in the dating world. Okay, so we can start with that and then move it into business because it's <laughs> kind of easy that way. Can get, it's quite easy.
1: But that's uh, unfair but because that, with, like, look, for example, with dating, I don't have any problems getting what I want. But
0: yeah, but we're gonna use, we're gonna use it as a model because the model is the same thing. All right. Okay, if All we, right. let's because let, let, then you know you'll understand it. People understand it a little bit better. OK, if, if, if a guy goes into a bar and he sees Agnes at the bar, OK, yeah. he comes up to Agnes and says, Agnes, uh, let's go
1: home. Yeah, I'm going to say Agnes no. What's Agnes going to say? Yeah, no. Yeah, straight
0: away. He, he, might, he, might have been, he might have been, you might have been attracted to him to start with, but he's pure presumption. He hasn't gone through the process yet, you know, of getting you to a position where you felt, yeah. yeah, time's been spent. Okay. So we know that there's a process. We've got to admit that to ourselves. Okay. A lot of people don't want to admit there's a process. They say it's all random, but nothing in psychology, consciousness, or business is random. It's all very specific. Okay. So the person comes up to you and says, oh, hi, and see, and opens up with getting your attention. You know, oh, now it's an old Jesus. Do you come here often? Would you like a drink? Oh, you know, there are a nice pair of shoes you're wearing. Whatever you want to say. Okay, so it's getting your attention. So really, when you start um, a sales conversation, you need to get someone's attention. Tune them into your conversation because when you start the conversation, they did have a life before they started speaking to you. They have fears, doubts, worries, previous experiences, and most of them are afraid of being taken for a ride. I meet many, many people who have paid money and not got the result that they want, and that is their biggest concern from you okay they don't want to be de- they don't want to be disappointed it's not about being cheated they just don't want to be disappointed and most of them don't have the ability to make decisions that are going to take them in the right way so in the end of the day if a guy comes up to you and he says oh, would you like a drink um, I, I don't know if you would like to have one with me you know that's a bit weak and soft okay so there's not a good law of equal response you want yeah. confidence from the guy and this is what you've got to present to present okay so you ask a question at the beginning. So this guy in the bar asks the question, Would you like a drink? I'll get you this one. All right. So he says, Would you like a drink? And then moves you straight into offering you one. You haven't got a chance to say no. He's just doing it. <laughs> and you go, Oh, well, all right then. And you go along with the flow because he's he's okay, he's different. Okay, let's go along. You're curious. That's what you want to make him. You want to make him curious from the moment you start talking. You've also got to be assumptive in your head. This means that there is no doubt on this guy's particular mindset that he's going to be going home with you so his yeah. language patterns are going to operate in the same system so and that means it's you're going to feel confident because the guy's not going to he's, he's going to be already talking in this sumptive way he's not going to be openly saying we'll be going home in 10 minutes together and having whatever we have he's, he's just going yeah, look when we're working together let's <laughs> flick conversations there so you should when you're talking
1: mm-hmm. you, so you on, should adapt so your language pattern It's already in this way as we're working together. 100%.
0: In your mind, before you've gone into the conversation, before you started it, you've already made the choice that you are going to be working with this person. It's something's a foregone conclusion. And thus, your language patterns stop having this needy base, this questioning base, please work with me base. I, I can do the best I can for you. Validationary base. It all goes away. Because you know, if a guy comes up to you and he's trying to validate with you, then you know that's a turn-off. And it's the same in the um, and this is the same for guys or girls, it doesn't really matter. I'm just using three examples to give people an understanding. So your attitude is what will get you the business. If you've got a confident attitude and you 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 go into the conversation with saying, Look, when we're walking together, I'm going to do the best I can for you to make sure that you get the results that you want. Is that something you'd be happy with? You could do that right at the beginning. And they go, yes, I would be happy with that. Okay, (laughs) you've got your first yes, all right? Your job is to get as many yeses as possible and as few no's as possible. Uh, A lot of people don't ask questions, so they don't get yes or no's. But at the end, they don't get no. They go, they get, oh, I'll think about it. Or there's something else and there's something coming between me and it. Okay, there's and, always an
1: exit and would you say to structure the conversation this way that you should be talking most of the time or you should be listening because mainly you should be listening to what the client wants and then you know giving it back to them that they're happy with what you can offer as a service mm. uh
0: yes, okay, um let me put it like this uh, when you' are talking to a client. Just tell me where you feel you are. Uh, when you're talking to a client you say giving back to a service. What does the word service? If this is the client and this is you and this is uh, where should you be? Should you be above the client? Should you be below the client? Should you be equal with the client? Where should you be as far as your advice is concerned?
1: Well, I think the client should talk more and I should listen more. Okay.
0: So all right, but let me let's go well, you're, let's say you are going to lead the conversation. That means that you have to be above the client. You have to be okay. guiding the conversation in control at all times. Uh-huh. Okay? You should be just above. You can't be above here because you'll be talking down to someone. Not mm-hmm. a good position to be. You can't be in service trying to provide a service. Now, there's a lot of stuff on the internet at the moment. We, you know, we need to provide service. We need to, you know, uh, I can't remember the terms, but they, 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 they me want to puke. Um, and it really is the wrong way to go about it for people. It isn't about providing service. It's about you know providing to a person who has a problem a solution, and that means that you've got to be you know you, when a plumber comes in to fix your tap, you don't sort of tell the plumber what what he should be doing. The plumber goes, he just where's the cupboard, darling? I'm straight under the cupboard, fix the problem. Thanks very much for the money. There's not a lot of conversation going on. Um, he's not explaining himself these sorts of things and i'm trying to get you to have a mindset where you know even if you go into the doctor and you say look you know doctor i've got piles you know and you go you know or hemorrhoids or something like that you don't you don't go to the doctor can i see your certificate of authenticity so i know that you've helped lots of people with these situations yeah he just
1: says
0: he just says bund over and you go okay Um, and that is that is the the that is the strength that you need to actually energetically pervade to people when you're talking to, because that's you're not trying to convince anybody. You're not saying, "Look, I can give you testimonials, or I can help you, or you know, I'm, my job is to be in service and give you things." You say, "Look, you have got a problem, mate? I'll solve it for you." Is that what you want? Yeah, it is. Okay, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do that now. They want to know. They don't want to. They. If you let them wax lyrical about their problem, you're going to be in there for half an hour with them talking. And they're going to go, okay, what did I gain? I gained what I knew, but you just said, okay, well, you can work with me. I have no benefit to that. Now, this is a problem that occurs with a lot of people. I, I work with a lot of people in fitness because I'm a fitness company. And you know, when someone comes along for a private session in fitness, it's always a sale to the next private session. All right, So they're going to work with that person for an hour. But if that person comes along and just chitty chats for an hour about what they want to talk about, and they will wax lyrical to the person that is the the fitness trainer, and then, you know, then they spend 15 minutes on fitness, you know, you've got, okay, well, that was because the fitness trainer didn't take charge of the conversation and say, okay, it's it's good to talk to you, but we're here to get a result. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. Because if they don't do that, which is being nice to people, you, they go, okay, they wax lyrical for 45 minutes, got 15 minutes training, and then went home and thought, well, that was a waste of money. I only got mm-hmm. 15 minutes training. They don't think who was responsible for that. So it really is taking charge of the situation before you go into the conversation. Um, in martial arts, the, 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 um, the, the fight is always won before you even enter the fight. You've already thought through the moves. You already know where you're going, so it's all automatic. And that's exactly the same when we're doing a sales conversation. We're not trying to push someone. We just stand there and go, look, like the doctor, you've got a problem. You might not want to take your trousers down. But to get the problem resolved, you need to take your trousers down, really, don't you? And they go, yeah, I need to take my trousers down. Could you get on with it then? Okay. <laughs> that's really how it is. And at the moment, it's the same for Agnes. She goes, look, I, 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 um, I run a media company. Um, we're professionals. At getting uh, you know people out there to people—is that what you want? Yes. Okay. So we've got a conversation then. All right. Fine. And now you've got something called um, a bit like social blackmail because they have said yes at that position. You have got the first yes out. You know that the, they they now got to live up to that yes because they're going because at the end of this you can say then you can say what's called a statement of intent. This is at the beginning. You can say look. Um, you know, we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to ask you some questions. They're going to be key questions. I want you to be as honest as you can about them. If you don't like a question, you don't have to ask, you know, answer it. But it will help me help you. And can you do that? And they go, yes. Another yes come out. Um, and you go, okay, so once we've got to the end of this, I'm going to give you uh, an option. That means the one option is I can't work with you because I'm just going to be wasting your money. Uh, you know, that's not going to be a good option for either of us. Um, uh, And the other option is, yeah, I can see that there's going to be potential here. I can see that other podcasters are going to be interested in what you've got to say. And and we'll work together, create a strategy. Is that okay with you for us to do that at that position? Yes, it is. Okay. So you've already got another yes. And that's right at the beginning. All right. These are called conceptual selling. You haven't talked about what you're going to do. You haven't talked about what they do. You're getting certain founding situations set up before you move on. If they said to you, no, I'm just really looking and I'm just looking around to see what's going on, you go, well, maybe, maybe this conversation isn't the right time for you then. If you're not really wanting to move on, I, I don't want to waste my time. And I'm sure you don't want to waste my time or your time with having a conversation where we have no position to move on ever because you're just really waffly. And to be fair with you, you know, other podcasters are looking people and listeners are looking for certainty, not waffly. Um, you know, you tell me, I don't want to insult you at all. And you can say this to people because, and they go, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not waffly. You said, well, I, I'm just, this is what you're pushing towards across to me. My job is to tell you what you're purveying to other people. And if I'm getting that message, other people will be getting that message. It might not be the message that you want to send, but that's the one you're sending. And mm-hmm. if that's the one you're sending, that's where we need to immediately work on with you because that's not really going to get the results you or I want. And I can immediately see why you're not getting the results because it's that waffly edge that is not really getting your message across. So that is what you'd say to them at the beginning. So you can actually get them to start to go, oh, yeah, yeah, OK, I can see now you seem to hear what I'm saying. I really need someone to be hard with me, someone to push me, and someone to guide me. You say, well, you know, that's what I'm here for, you know, but, you know, I do. It's a two way street. You need to have to want to be guided. And they go, hmm. Uh, yeah, I do really, don't I? So what's what, what, what's holding you back from being guided? And they go, oh, well, I've just been bitten a few times. I'm not really sure. So you're not really sure about your own decision-making abilities. All right. So for you to be good in business, you need to be good at making decisions. So we also need to work on that one if it's okay with you. And they go, mm, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're now getting them to buy into – are not even talked about what you're doing yet. Uh, and we're just – because you are coaching someone to actually be effective on a podcast. So when you're doing your value proposition, you'll be saying, look, my job is to get you relaxed. My get job is to get your message out there. My job is to get your message in a way where people understand it, are interested in it, want to engage with it. And that means if we can do that, mm-hmm. then we've got a position where other people are going to want to listen to what you've got to say, because it's effective. And at the moment, you know, uh, we're going to talk for the next you know, hour, you could say. And we're going to see whether that is an effective message and whether it's got any edges to it that are undermining you a little bit in what you're trying to say and the message you're trying to give out. And So you're being very coachy and subtle. You're starting with their personality, what they are presenting. okay. But you've got to always remember you're in a sales process. This means you start with attention. This is what I've just suggested to you in this conversation. You've done a statement of intent, what you're expecting from the conversation what they're expecting from the conversation, get these founding things sorted out. You've developed a little bit of a rapport by being nice to them and saying, well, we're going to work on this and this, that, and the other, and the other, and then let's get started. So then you start doing interest. Okay, interest, and the first thing to do when you want to get someone's attention is ask them a bit about what they're doing. You put the pressure on them, and you're right at this position. You're, 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 you've become like a policeman. You're taking down evidence and waiting to use it against them, all right? It might sound harsh, but this is what you do. So you ask them who, what, why, where, when, how. So you're asking them bits about their business, what they're doing, what they want to achieve, what's stopping them, how is it stopping? You're, you're also not, stopping, not allowing them to wax lyrical about a certain subject, otherwise the time will fly
1: that's what i'm saying i mean if you just ask someone what they're doing and then how and so on it's such a long conversation because people can go on and on about it yeah
0: yeah but this is where you've got to say to them and when i'm talking to people i'm saying look i'm going to ask you the questions you've got to it's called framing the conversation you've got to frame it as don't want you to be you can say it's a business conversation i don't want you to be upset about something because i'm going to interrupt you in positions that i feel are important for us to progress okay there's lots of your story that is very interesting i'm I'm sure and we can certainly talk about that in other sessions but in this we need to get to a position where we know whether we're working together or not and i need to be able to ask particular key questions about that so if we can work like that that would be super cool okay so you've got control the questioner always has control unless he gives control or she gives control to the other party just wax lyrical about anything. Okay. And they want to dish out their backstory to you so you understand them. But really, you don't need their backstory because that's going to take hours. You just need certain information from them so you can put it back to them in a way that you can use it in the right position. So, in yours, you need to go into, okay, let's talk. I'm going to ask you a few specific questions about your business. First off, do you have some form of podcast experience? Yes or no? All right. Okay. If yes, what was that? Fine. Was it good? What was the effect? All right, and let's keep this as short as possible so I can take these particular, you can take notes if you want, up to you. And then you go, okay, so would you like um, to explore that and take it further and be successful in it? Great. Well, if it was successful in it, what would, that, what, what would that lead on to in your mind? What do you perceive that to be? How would you see that structured? um i I don't really know okay so great that's something we can work with because you because they don't often have a strategic understanding 99 percent of people are not strategic in their thinking so thus they you can pretty well strategize anything for them because they haven't thought it through ever so Mm -hmm. you go okay so you don't really understand that particular area you're not very comfortable with that area when i'm taking it you would like to get comfortable in that area okay great so you're asking these who what why where when how stopping them at a certain position taking control, getting the answers that you want. Otherwise, you just get into one long, old situation.
1: Yeah, no, the, situation. people can go on and on. And the thing is, I think it's a really fine balance between being nice and listening, but also at the same time, yeah, trying to get to the point.
0: Okay, no one ever says that I'm nice. Um, that's a bad word, okay? Um, it's, it's not about being nice here. It's about business, okay? The only personal reason this person is talking to you is you can get a result for them. Well, that's it. There isn't, There isn't, you've got to take nice out of the equation. You've got to go, my job is to get you from here to here. It's not about you liking me or like me liking you. We will have a good time together. That's no two ways about it, but we're going to go from here to here and that's it. And so let's frame the conversation in that. So, so, you, you, so you, do
1: you, you start what? with this? When you start a conversation, do you immediately say that? Because that's pretty intense for some people when they just get depends. to know you.
0: Uh, it depends how you say it. If you say it with a smile on your face, you'd be much better than if you say it with a... like that, okay? I, 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 you can say anything on the planet um, if you have a smile on your face. You know, someone, I get clients come through the door and I say, you look like a dick. Um, and they go, that's pretty intense, isn't it? For someone, you know, or, or, you know, And I swear a lot, anyone who knows me. Is that I I, I use the word "fuck" all over the time, and it doesn't matter where I am, doesn't matter what situation it is. And people go, you know, doesn't that upset people? And I go, I don't give a shit. Um, The point is, I want to get a result for them, and they buy into that dedication and focus of getting a result, whatever happens. And I don't care if I upset them at all. That's not the point, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're going to get upset because they're being challenged, and I want to challenge them. To get them out of where they are, so they go into a place where they've never been before, which is where the success is. If they stay where they are, they're never going to find the success because they've just not had the, they're not had to kick up the arse as well as the carrot to pull them forward. So you're right, it is a balance of carrot. I wouldn't say being nice. I would say what's in it for me and what isn't in for me if I don't actually take these steps with this guy, who seems to be knowing exactly what he's talking about at every minute of the day. Now. That's exactly the same for you. If you're in a niche, you're in an expertise area, and you need to know what your salient points are. We'll come on to that now. So when you're going through this, you're now going into desire. Okay, so you've done attention. You're doing interest, which is them talking about themselves, and maybe going, if you could do this, how would that work out for you? Would you feel that would be a good thing? They go, yeah, yeah, that would be good. That's a particular technique. If you could, would you? All right? And then you go into, okay, let's look look at it and let's look at some case studies of what we're talking about now this person that I've worked with they came to me and what you can do is now take the information they've given to you and you can frame it into either a real situation or what's called a third-party story which allows them to get a picture people love stories and you can get a picture of what happened to another person you in the world we live in talk about it like testimonials but I use it as a third-party story in a sales technique where you're going, well, this person I was working with, now they have this problem, this problem, problem, and that problem. Can you feel that? Is that something that you relate to? Yes, it is, although I don't have that problem. Yes, I can see that, but I just wanted to see whether you felt that way. Okay, so if we go forward in that, notice I'm using something called pressure and release here. I'm going in quite hard, I'm coming back out, and I'm playing with language all the time. Okay, so there is professional selling at this level that actually works with every person that you ever meet, so you can sell to every person. It's not a question of, okay, I've got to go through 10 clients to get, yeah, get one. You just need one and they'll, they'll sign up with you. It's really not a problem. If you've got, remember, the right attitude at the beginning, assumptive, you knew that they were going to work with you from the moment before you started talking to them. So if you've got that attitude, your language patterns are working the right way, you're building the rapport in the first bit by really just having a conversation, You, know, you know, just opening them up. You need to warm a person up in that attention stage. Then you're going through the interest, asking them key questions. If you ask them key specific questions, they feel you know what you're talking about because you're asking very specific questions and you're wanting specific answers, not just letting them waffle. Mm
1: -hmm. Then
0: you go into, okay, based on what you've said, let's look at it, for example. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm getting it that you want to take your coaching business from here to here. Okay, and that means, what are you earning at the moment? Um, and it's a blunt question, by the way. And they go, oh, I'm, I'm making, well, not a, a huge amount. Okay, so what is the figure that you've got in mind that you want to make? Um, okay, well, let's try and work it out for you, because you get this quite a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they haven't got a bloody, <laughs> haven't got a bloody clue. Um, and I so, said, well, now look, you can say, now the universe is listening, and it's going to give you what you say. To it, all right, And if it's blah, 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 he doesn't understand that language very well. Also, the unconscious mind, which is the supercomputer of your brain working at 40 million bits of data per second, it doesn't know what you're talking about either. You've got to be very precise. And this is something I'm going to teach you Overdoing my, you know, when we're working together to do a podcast, I need you to be precise with what you're talking about. People won't want to listen to waffle. It wants to be precise it needs to be on point and it also needs to resonate okay they go oh, oh that sounds good I, I like that. that that sounds like that's what I want so come back to the figure all right what's the figure you want is it 50 quid or is it 50,000 oh, uh, oh more than 50,000 oh okay then all right well can we cut a bit closer to a figure is it do you want to be a coach that's making you know 500,000 a million or 100,000 or 30,000 to get by which one is it? Oh, I want to be making a million. All right. Now, is that realistic within the market that you're in? Oh, um, I don't know. So you've just picked a figure that you're not sure of. Do you have steps to get there? Do you have a strategy to get there? That, no. Okay. So what we need to do then is we need to put some steps in the strategy so you feel confident, feel comfortable, and that means that you're going to be going at it with the right attitude and we can get from here to here without a problem. Okay. And Do you know who the problem, what the problem is in this equation? You. Because you're not gonna want to do these steps. You're gonna be the one that's resistant to them because you're gonna go, are they, you know, will I get to them? Well, the only person who's climbing is you. I'm the guide. I'm gonna show you the way, but you have to do the work. Are you prepared to do the work? Oh, yes, I am. Okay, great. Got another yes there. Okay, so (laughs) now we're climbing towards. (laughs) (laughs) Also, notice the nodding. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And you're also doing it in, in a funny way. Yeah, you're not doing it in, in a way where you know. Are you prepared to do the work? Um, <laughs> it's not really going to go down. But so aren't are you prepared to do it.
1: But yeah. aren't there mainly coming more objections from clients and more uncertainty?
0: Well, not if you. The, the only reason someone comes up with objections and uncertainty is because you haven't covered them in the beginning. If you if you're purveying confidence, then you have something called the law of equal response they are going to be confident in their decision-making capability. Your energetic field is confident, assumptive, and you know where you want to go with it, and you know you want to work with them, and that's it. And, and you, you, they're feeling that you've, you've got some passion for their business, passion for their message, and you want to get their message out there. And you, go, you, you start – that's where desire comes in. The desire comes not from them, it comes from you. This is the bit that people miss out. If you start to get emotional – and start to get excited about their message and what they're going to say, then and you start visualizing the future and you start saying, look, I'm really interested in in working with you on this because I know that there's a lot of people that like this message. It's super cool. I'm super interested in it. I want to find more out about it. You seem to have some really cool insights that we can share. And some of those insights, I can feel are buried at the moment. If we can bring them to the surface and make them maybe USBs that you can get out, unique selling points that you can get out there, then I can, I you know, I can start to already see the steps that are going to take you to that million-pound figure that you suggested. All right? And they go, oh.
1: But oh. because you say um, I'm really enthusiastic about the message you're bringing out, well, it doesn't always have to be true, right? I mean, with some people you're really enthusiastic about, and with some people, you know, you're okay. not.
0: If, if someone comes to me and they say, look, Kern, uh, I, I want to talk to you about train spotting. Oh, okay, okay uh, train spotting. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. is that, how far is that up my list of interests in the world? It's not you know, on the fucking list. <laughs> Joe, seriously, it's not. I go, okay, let's, let's look at that for a second. Now, if I, want to, if I want to be able to influence that person, what do I have to do? What do I have to do, Agnes?
1: Yeah, become enthusiastic about what they're enthusiastic about.
0: Yeah, and you can't just pretend. Oh, that's really interesting. That's not what you can do. You go, oh, spotting, I've, I've never heard of that before. I've never been involved in that. What? What is? What makes it passionate to you? What? What is the passion that you have within it? And they go, oh well, you know, it's really cool when you're sitting by a train line and you see a train come by. You saw three years ago with the same number. It's so exciting. And you go, and <laughs> you're in your head, you're going, yep, that's exciting. And you go. Hmm. Can you explain how that's exciting a little bit more to me? Because I'm just on the sidelines here and I'm not seeing it yet. And what we want to do is get this message across. Because if you can inspire me, then I want to be inspiring other people at the same time. So you've really got, we're we're working together already here. And I'm going, okay, so just give me how the passion works with this, seeing the same. This is a true thing, by the way.
1: (laughs) So you're actually walking on the line all the time. Correct. You're always walking through and getting deeper in
0: their mind. The more deep you get into their world, the more they're going to find you as someone that they can relate to and want to work with because no one's going that deep with them. Because if you, if you guys go, oh, train spotting, yeah, we could do a podcast with that. I could probably share with a couple of podcasters. There you go, <laughs> they go, oh, okay, you're not that interested. because they already know that no, one's, no one talks to them at a dinner event about you know flipping train spotting. They you know, they've been blanked about a million times, you know. And then they're also going to know someone who's taking the piss. So train spotted, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, or there's going someone who's asking those deeper, more insightful questions and going, okay, look, what I'm trying to draw out of the person is their the passion, the, the bit that people go, well, I, I'd never even thought of it from that perspective. And believe you me, you know, and I'm saying this is a serious conversation when I was talking to a train spotter. Um, I'd never known anything about it. And I said to him, okay, but I start to dig a bit. And I said, look, you know, man, I, I, it's not something that I've ever been drawn to. And he goes, no, I know a lot of people aren't. They don't really get it. And I go, well, come on, give me the bit that I should get. And he said, well, look. And he said, if, if I've seen a number on a train, it's a bit like coincidence. I've seen something that, and, and it's just I'm there the right place at the right time. And somehow there's some sort of like connection there. And I'm not, and he said, and I'm saying, well, you mean like a train connection on a line? He says, no, you silly ass. I'm talking about, he goes, no, I'm talking about a real connection in me. It makes it, it, you can start to see that there's patterns forming all over the place. And it's really freaky how you get to see these trains, and they're the same trains. So if you weren't looking for them, You wouldn't see those same trains. You just think there's loads of trains, but there isn't. And you start to see a structure behind it and patterns forming in it. And I say, okay, that sounds more interesting. So you're actually looking for the patterns forming. And yes, he says, it's all mathematical. And you go, ah, okay, now we're starting to get to the depths of what your message is. And and, and he says, oh, what's that then? Because they don't realize. And you go, well, basically what you're looking at is patterns forming within train lines. And if you're going to be able to do that, maybe other people can take a, we can work together on this and put a structure together where other people's messages, if you can get a message across on train lines and and, and, and uh, on on train spotting, then people who have got much more difficult messages, or I don't know if they're more difficult than that, um, Mm -hmm. are going to be able to go, well, you're an inspiration to me. Have you ever thought about being an inspiration to people? And he's gone, no, do you think I am? And I said, well, you're being an inspiration to me at the moment because I'm having a lot of fun talking to you. And if we can talk like this on a podcast, then we're going to go somewhere, aren't we? We're going to be able to get on that train and get somewhere. And he's he's laughing because, you know, in the end of the day, I'm saying, let's get on the train together. So I'm using his words to actually find rapport all the time. So there's a lot of psychology in it. Um, And once you've done it for a while, (laughs) okay, I've been doing it for a long, 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 long time. I see that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah but uh, it's, it doesn't mean that you can't learn it very rapidly it took me years to learn it it looked at me you know a long time because I was searching for it but in coming back to our conclusion as I said you're always keeping a smile on your face you're always wanting to find passion you're curious you're trying to find their message and you when you see it you go oh that's it I'm really cool now I've got it I'm going to lock it and, and they are going, what, what are you passionate about you go well really it's about the fact that I can start to see that I can get you from here to here it's just a question now whether you believe you should get from here to here. Uh, that's all it is. When you're looking for objections, um, there are no objections if you're doing this because you're so inside the person, they can't argue against you. You know, there's the, you know uh, what kind of objection are you going to get? Oh, I can't afford it. Okay, well, every person on this planet can afford anything you talk about. Um, that means that it doesn't matter what it is. And they go and you go, people go, oh, no, some people haven't got the money. Well, really, how are they paying their bills then? Uh, oh, yeah, but that's all the money they had. Well, well, you know, what happens if a new bill came through the door? Would they not be able to pay it? Well, yeah, they'd probably go out and borrow the money. Okay, so what they need to do then is go out and borrow the money to pay with it to, to to get what you can give them. Remember that you've built a value proposition of getting them from zero to a million, and they're maybe even ten xing whatever they're getting as far as happiness, success, all these sorts of things. But it's not just about the money; it's about getting them to believe in themselves. Most people don't believe in themselves and that is the problem. That is what you're really addressing in what you're doing. You're getting them to believe that they can be successful through podcasting.
1: Please let us know what kind of questions you would like us to answer about this topic in the future and make sure to check out Councilforhumandevelopment.org and please share the podcast with your friends on Instagram Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn with the hashtag Council for Human Development.